Blog Talk Radio. Get your glory, Lord. 
What, the chat room? I know. Okay. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Bless. Okay. Bless each one in the name of Jesus. Well, brothers and sisters, we down here in Texas. It's about 95 degrees outside, but let me tell you what the temperature is inside the apartment. The temperature in our apartment is 77.7. Hallelujah. By the presence of the Lord Jesus is here. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What temperature could be any better than that one? You tell me. What temperature could be better than in that one? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Bless each one who's listening in the chat room. Bless each one that's listening by phone. And each one by Skype and whichever way God has made a way for you to come to hear his word. That we can come together as the body of Christ because the Lord said himself, when two or three gather together in my name, there I am in the midst. You are welcome here, Lord Jesus. We give you all the glory and honor and thank you for being here, Lord. We thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit here, Lord. Glory to your name. We thank you, Lord, that you live within our hearts. Oh, Lord, we're grateful that we can come together as the body of Christ to worship and honor you, to hear your word, Lord, and to bring the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, let's get this started. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. And praise you. Come humbly before you in the name of Jesus. We're grateful for your love, Lord. And that you are the great Father. As it is, we talk about this uh, celebration of fathers this Sunday. But you are the Father of fathers. You are the Father of the fatherless. You are the Father of true love. Dear love. Oh, Lord, we thank you and praise you for what love you have for us. That you sent your only begotten Son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life, and understand what you let your son do, that he became a mere man, that he died on a cross, one of the most cruelest deaths ever, and poured out his life and blood for every man, woman, and child in this world that's been born. Oh, Lord, I pray that they would hear, hear that love, and hear the message of truth in a world with so many lies and deception these days. Father, we pray for protection. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that is covering us. Applied blood of Jesus over the Lord's hour, over our hearts and minds, Lord. And that, Lord, we focus and be still and know that you are almighty God. Lord, that we may be like Mary and set at the feet of you, Lord Jesus, and hear what you're saying to us. Lord, we give you all the glory and praise. We thank you for everything, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just thank you and praise you. We pray for the Spirit to fall. Hallelujah. Spirit fall, we pray. Oh, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Hallelujah to the Lord. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. 
Focus on him, brother. Sister. Hallelujah. Call upon his name. Be his name. Be not ashamed of him. Sing out Jesus from your heart. Hallelujah. All oh, that we cry out to him. Hallelujah. Let the very 
high and lifted up, glorious and mighty. Hallelujah.
song and it talks about he's the holy one. And Lord said, you know, I've shown you many years as you as you people have learned how to drive. And, and there's a traffic sign on certain roads that say one way. I am the one way to heaven, the Lord said. I am one way to heaven. There is no other way but one way. It has been on your traffic sign for years to show there's one way. And the one way is the Lord Jesus. Amen? No detours. No. No uh, cut-off roads. No shortcuts. No no divided highway. No boulevard. No no interstate. No, we don't want that because it's supposed to be on the straight and narrow. Amen? And and you don't want to make no U-turns. Oh, no, 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 no. No U-turns. You don't want to be focused on this temporal world. People want to know. That's the other thing. As we was, you know, as we've been praising the Lord, we're all one breath from eternity, one breath from eternity. Everybody in this world thinks they have plenty of time. Well, it's only by the grace of God that you have any time at all. He's the Creator. He's God Almighty. He is in total control, and that you're one breath away. So you better be right with Him and be ready for eternity, and I pray that you want your eternal destination to be heaven and not the other H place called hell. Amen? All right. The message tonight, brothers and sisters, to know him and make him known. To know him and make him known. Shalom, brothers and sisters, grace and mercy and love from the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Having his mighty Holy Spirit living in us. Amen? Brothers and sisters, as the Lord Jesus was about to fulfill his Father's will, he was about to become the sacrifice for each of us. Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. Thank God every day for that. He prayed for his disciples and was praying for all of us, we who believe and trust in him, pouring out his love and passion for each of them and all who would come to him. Amen? Let's look at this. John 17, verses 1 through 3. John 17, verse 1 through 3. The high priestly prayer. John 17, verses 1 through 3. When Jesus had spoken these things, he raised his eyes to heaven in prayer and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that your Son may glorify you, just as you have given him power and authority over all mankind. Now glorify him, so that he may give eternal life to all who you have given him to be his permanently and forever. Now this is eternal life. Well, you got to pretty well think that, brothers and sisters. Permanent and forever, and it's going to be eternal, isn't it? Amen. What God does is eternal. He's not looking at this temporal world when he does something. He's looking eternally. Amen. God, I mean eternal, that you may know, I mean that they may know you. 
the only true, supreme, and sovereign God. And in the same manner, know Jesus as the Christ whom you have sent. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's exciting. Praise God. To know God the Father, to know God the Son, and know God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We do need that. We need to do that. Part of his prayer, he prays that they will know you, Father, and in the same manner know me as the Christ. Amen. He continues his prayer. Let's look. John 17, verses 13 through 21. The disciples in the world. Amen. We're servants. We're disciples. We're his sons and daughters. We're ambassadors for Christ. Amen. We're servants of the Lord for the kingdom of God. Now listen to what he prays. But now I am coming to you. And I say these things while I still still in the world so that you that they may experience my joy made full and complete and perfect within them, filling their hearts with my delight. Glory to God. Delight yourself in the Lord. Amen. Verse 14. I have given to them your word, the message you gave me. And the world has hated them because they are not of the world and do not belong to the world, just as I am not of the world and do not belong to it. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but yet you keep them and protect them from the evil one. Glory to God. Who is protecting you from the evil one? Maybe you know by your testimony. Who? Abba, Father. You called out to Abba, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord of God, isn't that exciting? Protect you from the evil one? Hallelujah. They are not of this world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Set them apart for your purposes. Make them holy. Who's going to make you holy? Who's Jesus praying to? He's praying to the Father, God. Hallelujah. What did he say? Who would be seeking God the Father? Those in spirit and truth. Praise God. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Revelation's coming. Revelation is coming to know who we are. Amen. Woo. Glory. Oh, this is powerful. Hallelujah. Your word is truth. Hallelujah. Just as you commissioned and sent me into the world, I also have commissioned and sent them, believers, into the world. For their sake, sanctify myself to do your will so that they also may be sanctified, set apart, made holy in your truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. How are you going to be sanctified and holy? I think it's in his word. Amen. The word of God. Hallelujah. Verse 20. Oh, praise God. We're still going. Verse 20. I do not pray for these alone. Okay, here you go, brothers and sisters. Lord hadn't forgot us. I do not pray for these alone. It is not for their sake only that I make this request, but also for all those who will ever, who will ever believe and trust in me through their message. They all may be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us 
so that the world may believe without any doubt that you sent me. Isn't that powerful, brothers and sisters? Our Lord Jesus, the great high priest, interceding for us. And you notice when he started praying, what was he doing? What he's told us to be doing in these days we're living? Look up! You know, sometimes you bow and pray, but sometimes you need to look up and pray to the Father and pray as we pray in Jesus' name to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are to know him and make him known. Amen. These days seem so many have forgotten the God and creator. They have allowed false gods and idols. They have turned to religion to seek comfort and peace. They focus on the here and now, thinking this is what makes us happy and fulfilled. These are not the answers that you need. Believe me, I have tried them all, and none of them fulfill, fulfilled my life. All these things you have to have more and more seem to be satisfied, but they don't. They won't. In my, in my life, the years I have lived and what I've experienced is with my life choices, the only thing that sustains me and gives me peace and hope is the Lord Jesus Christ. Not a thing, a religion or even a person, Jesus is not just a mere man. He became a man to witness and identify with each of us. But he is far more than that. He was God in the flesh. He was the son of the living God, the true God, amen? Told us in John that he is the only way to heaven. One way. Hallelujah. One way. He is the only truth in the world and that he is the only one who gives life eternal. Amen? Let's look at this. John 14, verses 1 through 6. And listen to the caption. I love the captions in the Amplified Bible. Jesus comforts his disciples. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to comfort you. He's giving you the comfort of the Holy Spirit. The Lord wants to encourage you. Amen? Here it is. Hallelujah. Verse 1. You got it, baby? Do not let your heart be troubled, afraid or cowardly. Believe confidently in God and trust in him. Have faith. Hold on to it. Rely on it. Keep going. And believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. Thank you, Lord. If it were not so, I would have told you, because I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again, and I will take you to myself, so that where I am, you may be also. And to this place where I'm going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God and the real truth, in the real life, no one comes to the Father but through me. One way. One way is Jesus. Great, what great promises in truth from the Lord Jesus. How can you believe and trust what he is saying? Jesus answers this question. Jesus oneness with the Father. Verse uh, John 14, same chapter, 7 through 15. Amen? 
7 through 15. If you had really known me, this is what he's saying, you also have known my father. There we are. Thank you, Lord. We just praise the Lord and continue. Amen. All right. Glory to God. Let's move on. Hallelujah. Verse 14 again. If you ask me anything in my name as my representative, I will do it. If you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. So clearly, the Lord is saying, you have to know me. You know me, then you will know the Father. Amen. The other part of this scripture says, since you will know me, then you will make me known too. At the start of this lesson, when studying and searching the scripture, the Holy Spirit put this question to me and gave me the answer. This is another revelation and message from the heart of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua Jesus. Let me get a drink. Open your ears and heart. As the Lord was speaking to his disciples in those days, he's speaking to us. And the Father says, in these last days, I am speaking through my Son, Yeshua Jesus. Listen closely. Take heed what he is saying to all who are listening. I am just a vessel and a servant. He chooses to use to share his heart, his message to his church and the lost world. Listen, not just your ears. Don't listen just with your ears, but with your heart and mind. This is very serious and important. Amen? All right, Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, help me, I pray. How can they trust and believe in me? How can they trust and believe my words and promises? They have to know me. They have to know my Father. They have to be born again in chains. They have to know me in my word. They have to know me personally. They have to have a relationship with me. This has to be special and precious for you. This has to be the most important relationship you are you have, excuse me. You have to know me better than your father and mother. You have to know me better than your wife or husband. You have to know me better than your children and family. This relationship has to be very personal. You should know what makes me rejoice and what makes me sad, what makes me pleased and accepting, and what makes me angry and rejecting. You need to know me, why I bless and why I curse one's life. You know, know me, that I love more than anyone or uh Excuse me, than anyone on and under this world. Know me for the grace and mercy that I give, that I give you, because this is my character. Know me that I am righteous and holy. Know me that I want obedience more than sacrifices. Know me to take the path that I took for you to bring eternal life to go down the only path to life. Know me to stay on the straight and narrow path that is before you. There is only one way. 
not many, as men tell you and lie and deceive you. My children, my sons and daughters, how do you believe your parents or your close friends? You know them. You have lived with them daily. You know their ways, and you know that they love you and care for you. You see, by their example in their lives before you, how much more do you need to know me? Your parents and your friends are mere men and women, but I am Almighty God and your Lord and Savior. How much more do you need to know me to believe and trust me? How much do you need to know me to obey and serve me? How much do you need to know me to have faith in me, in my words and promises? How much do you need to know me to love me with all your heart, mind, and strength? My children, hear me clearly. Take heed now. All those who are saying I am not coming anytime soon, they do not know me. Those who say I am not coming for my bride, my church, that I gave my life and blood for, they do not know me. You can only know me by having a personal relationship with me daily. Not a once in a week in a building or some works of religion, but knowing me personally. You have to have an intimate relationship even closer than a husband and wife. Oh, glory to your name, Lord. Which was given to you to truly understand the mystery of how close you have to be to me. You have to know me to believe and understand my word. You have to empty yourself of pride and be humble to know me. You have to believe and have faith in me, my word and promises. You have to receive the promise of the Father, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Those who truly love me and have faith in me and truly know me. The time you are living in is like no other time, my children. Time is coming to an end. The ones who know me and believe in me and have faith through me will come to their eternal home. I am coming for a church. I mean, I'm coming for my church and my bride. The ones I know personally, they hear my voice and they respond. They do not listen to strangers. They do not listen to lies of the fallen one, Satan. They are doing what I have told them to do through my word. You are longing for the day to leave this lost, dying world, to escape what is coming. My word says this. Believe me in my word. Don't listen to men and what they say my words say. But listen to me. My Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. Trust me, my children. Not man, not this world. My church and bride will be flying away in the clouds to meet me there, just as I have said in my word. The ones who say, dig a bunker and get weapons, and you will fight the beast, the fallen one, you're deceived, and you do not know me or my word. Come now and repent. Come to me. Believe me. Come to your true Savior and Lord. It is I, Yeshua Jesus, telling you now, repent, come back to your first love. Come to me, all who are deceived and misled by men and religion. Come to me before it is too late, too late, too late. I would have none perish, 
but you have to trust me and believe in me. And you need to know me now. I told all to look up, not to look down and dig a hole or a bunker, a bunker when I am coming. Only ones who are, are in these underground bunkers are the Christ-rejecting, the ones who serve Satan. To truly know me is to have time for me daily. Turn off all the distractions from this world. And I know there is many. You need to be alone with me, and you need to be in my word. You need to watch and pray with me. Walk in the spirit and not the flesh, my children. I know my own. I know the ones who truly love me and have faith in me. Let your hearts not be troubled. You believe in me, believe in my Father too. I have prepared a place for you, and I am coming now at the appointed time when my Father and yours will say, Son, go get your bride and my children. Hold on, my church, my bride. Trust me, I am the author and finisher of your faith. Look up, your redemption draws nigh, your King, Yeshua, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Lord knows the heart of the matter. He knows all and sees all. Trust him and believe him. The only way you can do that is know him personally. His word has to dwell in your heart. You have to be born again to know him. You have to be filled with the promise of the Father to those who love and believe in Yeshua Jesus. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Amen? So as the days and time as we know it, as, as these days and times as we know it, know it, it, it wind down, more heartfelt messages come forth. So again, you pray and confirm this message, that it is from the Lord and Savior, Yeshua Jesus. Amen? The scripture references for this word, Luke 14, verses 25 through 34. Luke 14, 25 to 34. In the caption for this portion of scripture, discipleship tested. Discipleship tested. Verse 25. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 34. Now large crowds were going along with Jesus, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, Yes, even his own life, in the sense of the indifference to or a relative disregard for them in comparison with his attitude toward God, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow after me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be suffering or perhaps dying because of the faith in me, cannot be my disciple. For which one of you, when he wants to build a watchtower for his guards, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to finish it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is unable to finish the building, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, when he sets out to meet another king in battle, will not first sit down and consider whether he is strong enough with the 10,000 men to encounter 
the one who's coming against him with 20,000. Or else, if he feels he is not powerful enough, while the other king is still in a far distance away, he sends an envoy and asks for terms of peace. So then, none of you can be my disciples who does not carefully consider the cost. Then, for my sake, give up all his, all, all his own possessions. Therefore, but if salt has become tasteless, with what will it be seasoned? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. That's what the Lord is saying. Two footnotes to this that the Lord wants you to see. The Lord is not saying hate your family or your friends. This is what hate means here, amen? Hate, a figure of speech indicating a lesser degree of love, not actual hostility or aversion toward one's earthly family. The other footnote is give up all his possessions. Jesus probably is referring to the willingness and commitment to do so when necessary. Amen? That you are willing to love and help others. All right, the next scripture reference for this this word from the Lord is Matthew 7, verses 21 through 27. Glory to God. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter enter the kingdom of heaven, but only who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, when, when, when I judge them, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many miracles in your name? And then I will declare them publicly. I never knew you. Depart from me. You are banished from my presence. You who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. The two foundations. The Lord is saying here in the contrast of people's lives and lifestyles. The ones who know me and trust me have built their life and house on a solid rock. The ones who do not know me and they have built their life on a house on slippery sand, which will lead to a fall right into destruction and hell. God have mercy. Hear the word of the Lord tonight. Amen. Let's read it. Verse 24. So everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man, a far-sighted, practical, insensible man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods and the torrents came, and the winds blow and slammed against the house, that house, yet it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish, stupid man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods and torrents came, and the winds blew and slammed against the house, and it fell, and great and complete was its fall. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, who tells us and shows all truth. Amen. The last scripture reference is this, is this, Revelation chapter 2, 
verses 2 through 5. Verses 2 through 5. I know your deeds and your toil and your patient endurance, and that you cannot tolerate those who are evil, and have tested and critically appraised those who call themselves apostles, special messengers, personally chosen representatives of Christ, and in fact are not, and have found them to be liars and imposters. And I know that you who believe are enduring patiently and are bearing up for my name's sake, and that you have not grown weary of being faithful to the truth. But I have this charge against you, that you have left your first love. You have lost the depth of love that you first had for me. So remember the heights from which you have fallen, and repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your simple behavior, seek God's will. And do the works you did at first. When you first knew me, otherwise I will visit you and remove your lampstand, the church its impact, from its place unless you repent. Everybody's talking about you shouldn't be repenting, and here the Lord tells them at least three times in this section of Scripture to repent. Amen? I am blown away when the King of glory shows up and he shares the truth for all eternity. He is making it so simple and easy to understand. At one point, I mean, at one time, it was hidden and a mystery. But now, for such a time as this, he is opening it up all for all to hear. The Father is drawing more and more lost souls to his son Jesus so that they can repent and be saved before it's too late. Amen? So let's move on and learn more, I mean, learn more about knowing him and make him known. Amen? What does know mean? To perceive or understand as fact or truth, to apprehend clearly with certainty, to have established or fixed in the mind or memory. The last definition, be acquainted with the person as by sight or experience. So very clear what really, what no really means. Amen. What does the Word of God teach us and tells us about knowing Him? Let's look. Deuteronomy. Hallelujah, this is powerful, isn't it? Deuteronomy 4, chapter 4, verse 35. Hallelujah. It is shown to you so that you might have personal knowledge and comprehend that the Lord is God. There is no other besides Him. Well, that pretty well puts a list down to the other side that they're all false. They're all false gods. There's only one true God. That's what the word says right here. You have to you have to have personal knowledge to know him, amen? Now go to Deuteronomy chapter four, verse thirty nine. Therefore, know and understand today. Therefore, know and understand today and take it to heart that the Lord is God in the heavens above, on the earth, below, there is no other. Hallelujah. Now, he is pretty well announcing, I am God over the heavens, the earth, and even under the earth where the old evil enemy 
saved, he's Lord there too. Amen? You have to know and understand his word and him to, and, and, I mean, uh, understand his word to, uh, to know him. Amen? Deuteronomy 7, verse 9. Deuteronomy 7, verse 9. Therefore, know with, without any doubt and understand that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, who is keeping his covenant and his steadfast loving kindness to a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. You have to have no doubt to understand and know the Lord your God. Okay, let's move to Psalms 4, Psalms 4, verse 3. But know that the Lord has set apart for himself and dealt wonderful with the godly man, the one of honorable character and the moral courage, the one who does right. The Lord hears and responds when I call to him. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you do. Psalms 46, verse 10. Psalms 46, verse 10. Be still and know, recognize, and understand that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. You have to be still. You have to actually stop doing all that you are doing. We live in a world of hustle and bustle, have so much to do, have to stay busy and on the go. Stop. Put on the brakes in your life so you can just be still and sit at Jesus' feet and get to know him personally. Amen? Put on the brakes, sweet baby. Amen? Everybody's, you know, always going. Psalm 69, verse 5. 69, verse 5. Oh, God, you know my folly. My wrongs are not hidden from you. He knows each of us very well. Should we know him too? He is our God. He is our creator. Not only that, he is our Savior. In Lord, he has been made to be our king and judge too. Amen. The psalmist tells us that we are to know in our heart to know him. Go to Psalm 78, verses 7 and 8. Verse 7. That we should place our confidence in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. Verse 8, and not be like their father, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not prepare its heart to know and follow God. And whose spirit, you see what happened? They did not prepare their hearts to know and follow God. You have to know him personally. Amen. If we take heed and learn from the ones who did not prepare their hearts to know him and keep his commandments, God have mercy. 
Go to Psalm 100, verse 3. Psalm 100, verse 3. Know and fully recognize with gratitude that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this word and promise to us. Amen. Proverbs 24, Proverbs 24, verse 14. Know that skillfully and godly wisdom is so very good for your life and soul. If you find wisdom, then there will be a future and a reward, and your hope and expectation will not be cut off. Amen. Isn't that a great promise? Know that. Skillful and godly wisdom. That comes from God. Amen. To know him is to know his wisdom and word. Amen. All right. Let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah 40, verse 28. Isaiah 40, verse 28. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God? The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become tired or grow weary. There is no searching or of his understanding. To know him is that he gives strength to us because he never becomes tired or grow weary. Amen? Philippians 4, 13. Listen to this, the scripture we well know. Philippians 4, verse 13. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Hallelujah. Praise God. God's word amplifies for you to encourage you more in these days. Amen. All right. Go to Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 24. Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 24. But let the one who boasts, boasts in this. The un, that he understands and knows me and acknowledge me and honors me as God and recognize without any doubt that I am the Lord who practices loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth, for in these things I delight, says the Lord. You out there who truly know him, he delights in you, amen? Isn't that awesome that you know that the Lord delights in you, that he smiles when he thinks about you? Glory to God. Jeremiah 24, verse 7. Jeremiah 24, verse 7. I will give them a heart to know me. Understand fully that I am the Lord. 
and that I will be that they will be my people, and I will be their God, for they will return to me with their whole heart. You don't try to know Christ. You don't try to know God with part uh, with part heart. I mean, a, a heart that is partial. You have to know him with your whole heart. Amen? You seek him with your whole heart. You have to give, uh, he will give you a heart to know him. Amen? A warning here for not knowing him. A warning here for not knowing him. Hosea chapter 5, verse 4. Their immoral practices will not prevent, or excuse me, will not permit them to return to their God. For the spirit of prostitution is within them, and they do not know the Lord. They do not recognize, appreciate, heed, or cherish him. God have mercy. Turn away from the world. Turn away from your flesh. Do you be uh, to be a spiritual prostitute? To be in bed with the world or the devil? But repent and come back to the true love. Amen? Know him. Here is the true desire of the Lord for you. Hosea chapter 6, verse 6. Hosea chapter 6, verse 6. For I desire and delight in steadfast loyalty, faithfulness in the covenant relationship rather than sacrifice, and in the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Amen? Now, let's move to Luke. Luke chapter 8, verse 15. But as for that seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word with a good and noble heart. And hold on to it tightly and bear fruit with patience. Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus is the word of God. So as you know him, hold on to him tight. Embrace him. Show your love for him. Amen. John 3, 33. John 3, 33. Whoever receives his testimony has set his seal of approval to this. God is true. And he knows that and he knows that God cannot lie. To know him, you know he doesn't lie. He is all truth. What he says will come to pass. And what he says in his word about the ones who truly know him and those who don't will come to pass. Almighty God is not a man that he should lie. He is God. What he says, he means. Amen? John 6, verse 69. John 6, verse 69. We have believed and confidently trusted, and even more, we have come to know by personal observation experience that you are the Holy One of God, the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. I pray that all of you out there know him like Peter is saying here. Amen? If you don't, you need to now start your relationship with him tonight.
John 10, verse 38. John 10, verse 38. But if I am if I am doing them, even if I do not believe, I mean, even if you do not believe me or have faith in me, at least believe the works that I do. Admit that they are the works of God, so that you may know and keep on knowing clearly without any doubt that the Father is in me and I am in the Father, that is, I am one with him. To know the Father, you have to know the Son, Jesus Christ. Amen? One way. John thirteen seventeen. If you know these things, you are blessed, happy, and favored by God. If you put them into practice and faithfully do them, to know him is that you know what he has said and do the things he has told you to do. We have to practice and faithfully do them. Amen? John 17, verse 3. John 17, verse 3. Now this is eternal life. Now this is eternal life. That you may know that, that excuse me, that they may know you the only true, supreme, sovereign God, and in the same manner know Jesus as the Christ whom you have sent. Amen. Hallelujah. Acts 22, verse 14. Acts 22, verse 14. And he said, The God of our fathers has appointed you to know his will and to progressively understand his plan with clarity and power, and to see the righteous one, Jesus Christ the Messiah, and to hear the message from his own mouth, to know him is to know his will. Amen? Hallelujah! Glory to God! You know, this is, this is, like, this is like fulfillment of prophecy that Christ, he told him, man shall not live by bread alone. But every word that comes from the mouth of God. And look what Paul is writing here. He said, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, to hear the message from his own mouth. Hallelujah. Who did the Father say in the book of Hebrews he is speaking through in these last days? Did he say the Pope? No. Did he say some leader? No. He said, through his son, Yeshua Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Well, what person knows the thoughts and motives of a man except the man's spirit within him? So also no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God? Verse 12, the same chapter. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the Holy Spirit, who is from God, so that ye, that, that we may know and understand the wonderful things freely given to us by God. Isn't that glorious? Hallelujah. To know him is to know his Holy Spirit. Amen? First Corinthians 6. 
verse 19. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is within you? Whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property? To know him is to know your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen? 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3. Therefore, I want to know that one, no one speaking by the power and influence of the Spirit of God can say, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is my Lord, except by the power influence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. To know him is to be born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. Without this, you do not know him by his word, by what he has said himself. Amen? John 3, verse 3. John 3, verse 3. Jesus answered him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed and sanctified, he cannot ever see and experience the kingdom of God. Amen? You better be sure you're born again. You better be sure you're born again if you want to go to heaven. Second Corinthians 4, 6. Second Corinthians 4, 6. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give us the light of knowledge of his glory and majesty of God clearly revealed in the face of Christ. Hallelujah. To know him is to see his glorious face shining bright, love in his eyes toward us. Amen. Oh, praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. Praise your holy name. The Lord asking a question to each one of us for such a time as this. Do you truly know him? The Lord is asking, do you truly know him? A very important question. Galatians 4, verse 8. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> oh. <coughs> oh, excuse me. All right. Let's get to it here in a second. Let me get a drink. Wow, it's getting warm in here. Hallelujah for your presence, Lord. Oh, you you know, you go right to the heart, Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Galatians 4, verse 8, and we'll go to 9 too, that same chapter, baby. But at the time when you did not know the true God and were unacquainted with him, you Gentiles were slaves to those pagan things which by their very nature were not and could not be gods at all. Verse 9, now, however, hallelujah, since you have come to know the true God through the personal experience or rather to be known by God, how is it that you're turning back again to weak and worthless elements, principles of religions and philosophies to which you want to be enslaved all over again? Amen. Don't go back. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, I'm pleading with you. Don't go 
religion, the denomination, the thing. Come to Jesus and be a follower of the way, the one way, the Lord Jesus. Amen? Colossians 2, verse 2. Colossians 2, verse 2. For my hope is this, that that their hearts may be encouraged as they are knit together in unselfish love, so that they may have all the riches that come from the full assurance of understanding the joy of salvation, rejoice, I mean, excuse me, resulting in true and more intimate knowledge of the mystery of God, that is Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Now, is that a mouthful or what? Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, verse 3. <laughs> that was this verse 2. Listen to verse 3 of the same chapter. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge regarding the word and the purposes of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Those who truly love him and want to know him, Yeshua, Jesus. Hmm? Okay, take a break, sweet baby. Walk around. Don't sit in that chair too long. First Thessalonians, chapter 4, verse 4. Do each of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, being available for God's purpose and separated from these profane things profane? Verse 5. Not to be used in lustful passion like the Gentiles who do not know God of his will. Verse 4. For those who know him, in verse 5, for those who do not know him and his will, God have mercy. Second Timothy, chapter 2, verse 19. Second Timothy, chapter 2, verse 19. Nevertheless, the firm foundation of God, which he has laid, stands sure and unshaken despite attack. Bearing this seal, the Lord knows who are his. Let me say that again. The Lord knows who are his. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord stand apart from the wickedness and withdraw from wrongdoing. Glory to God. He knows us. Amen. Those who say they know him, but by their actions and lifestyle, they don't. Titus 1.16. Titus 1.16. Listen to this from our brother Titus. They profess to know God, to recognize and be acquainted with him, but by their actions, they deny and disown him. They are detestable and disobedient and worthless for good work of any kind. God have mercy. Do not be in this crowd. I plead with you, do not 
be in this crowd. Another warning from the Lord. James 4, 4. James 4, 4. You adulterous, disloyal sinners, flirting with the world and breaking your vow to God, do you not know that being the world's friend, that is, loving the things of the world, is being God's enemy? So whoever chooses to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. If you are a friend of the world and love the things of the world, you do not know him and are an enemy of him. Amen? God have mercy. James 5, verse 11. James 5, verse 11. You know, we all call those, you know, we all call those blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God, who were steadfast and endured difficult circumstances. You have heard of the patient endurance of Job. You have seen the Lord's outcome, how he richly blessed Job. The Lord is full of compassion and is merciful. To know him is to know him in all things. We go through in faith daily. Amen? Verse, I mean, excuse me, John, 1 John, 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. But whoever habitually keeps his word and obeys his precepts and treasures his message in its entirely, in whom the love of God has truly perfected, been perfected, it is completed and has reached maturity, by this we know for certain that we are in him. Amen. Glory to God. Now, we are to make him know in our life because we know him and his will for each of our lives. Amen. Let's look. Psalm 67, verse 2. Psalm 67, verse 2. That your way may be known on earth, your salvation and deliverance among all nations. Make him known, his deliverance, and salvation to all. Amen? Psalm 89, verse 1. Psalm 89, verse 1. The Lord's covenant with David and Israel's affliction. A skillful song in a dedicated and reflective poem of Ethan the Israelite. I will sing of the goodness and the loving kindness of the Lord forever. Goodness and loving kindness of the Lord. Amen. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness from generation to generation. Amen. Praise God. Make him known. Make his truth and his promises known. Amen. Psalm 106, verse 8. Psalm 106, verse 8. Nevertheless, he saved them for his name's sake, that he might make his supreme power known. Amen? Psalms 145, verse 12. 
Psalm 145, verse 12. To make known to the sons of men your mighty acts and the glorious majesty of your kingdom. We are commanded to make known. I mean, excuse me, make him known in all his mighty acts. Amen? Mark 1, verse 45. Mark 1, verse 45. But he went out again and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the news of his healing to such an extent that Jesus could not no longer openly enter a city where he was known, but stayed out in the unpopulated places, yet people were still coming to him from everywhere. Here is a man who has been healed by Jesus, making him known, and look at the results. We sure can, we sure can learn from him, amen? To know him is to make him known, the Great Commission, Matthew 28. Verses 16 through 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus has designated. designated. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. Matthew 28. Sorry. Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20. Okay. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had designated. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Uh, that, that just blows me away. That must be Thomas again. I don't know. That it was really that it was really he. And Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on the earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Help the people to learn of me. Believe in me and obey my word. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, I am always remaining with you potentially, regardless of circumstances, and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. Amen. Glory to God. You want others to know him because you know him, and you want to share with them how loving and caring he is. You want them to know that he died for them because of his love for them. He wants them to know him like we know him. Amen? Acts 4, verse 10. Acts 4, verse 10. Let it be known and clearly understood by all of you and by all the people of Israel, that in the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you demanded to be crucified by the Romans and who God raised from the dead, in this name, that is by the authority and the power of Jesus, this man stands here before you in good health. Amen. Let him be known. That Jesus, that Jesus Christ, I mean, let I mean, him be known that Jesus Christ has all power and authority over sickness, death, has the key of hell and death, too. He took them away from the devil, amen? 
glory to God, he defeated them. He defeated them at Calvary, glory to God. He defeated them when he rose again. Acts 28, 28. Acts 28, 28. Therefore, let it be known to you that this message of the salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They indeed will listen. Glory to God. That's awesome. Amen. Hope for all the Gentiles and Jews too. Romans 16, verse 26. Romans 16, verse 26. But now has been disclosed and through the prophetic scriptures has been named known to all the nations according to the commandment of the eternal God leading them to obedience to the faith. Amen. Praise God. Been made known. Glory to God to all nations. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. You okay? I want you to lean back. Okay, so you're 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. For who has known the mind and the purpose of God so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ to be guided by his thoughts and purposes. Great encouragement for us who know him. Had to share this. Amen. 1 Corinthians 8, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 8, verse 3. But if anyone loves God with all field reverence, obedience, and gratitude, he is known by him as his very own and is greatly loved. Another great word had to share to all who truly know him. You are known by him. Amen. Praise God. What the Holy Spirit is revealing to us tonight, so much revelation coming forth for such a time as this. Amen. To make him known, not just a human stand, I mean, a humane standpoint, but now, much more, brothers and sisters. Listen to this, what Paul is telling us by the direction of the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 through 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 through 21. So, from now on, we regard no one from the human point of view according to worldly standards and values. Though we have, a no, that, though we have known Christ from a human point of view, now we no longer know him in this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith, in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn, renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come, because spiritual awakening brings new life. But all these things 
are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, making us acceptable to him, and gave us a ministry of reconciliation, so that by our example, we might bring others to him. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, but canceling them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation, that is, restoration to favor with God. So we are ambassadors for Christ, as thou, God, were making his appeal through us. We, as Christ's representatives, plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. He made Christ, who knew no sin, to judicially beat sin on our behalf, so that in him we would become the righteousness of God, that is, we would be made acceptable to him, placed in a right relationship with him by the gracious, loving kindness. Hallelujah. Amen. To know him and to make him known. To know him. Finish with these two scriptures. Finish with these two scriptures. I have to get a new one, baby. Don't want to stay on my head no more. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Here we go. (laughs) Maybe. First John three. First John three, one through three. This is to know him. See what incredible quality of love the Father has shown to us that we would be permitted to be named and called and counted the children of God. And so we are. For this reason the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, we are, even here and now, children of God. And it is not yet made clear what we will be after his coming. We know that when he comes, hallelujah, and is revealed, glory to God, we will, as his children, be like him. Because we will see him just as he is in all his glory. Verse 3, everyone who has this hope confidently placed in him purifies himself just as he is pure, holy, undefiled, and guiltless to make him known. 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 11. 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 11. See what incredible quality of love the Father has shown to us. Uh Uh-oh. Did it. Oh, no. The other thing. I I have it here. 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 11. Wow, why did it do that? I messed up, brother and sister. That's I'm I'm in I'm I'm not fallible. I mean I'm infallible. I mean I'm not fallible. I mean I I'm fallible, excuse me. Do make mistakes there once in a while. Let's see here. Second Corinthians. Thank God we have the Bibles, amen. 
the word of God and truth. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 5, 6 through 11. Amen. Therefore, we are always bold, though we know that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Nevertheless, we are bold. In love, rather, to remove out of the body and to dwell with the Lord. Wherefore, also we cover that both dwelling at home and removing from home, we may be acceptable to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every man may receive the things which are done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it is good or evil. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, and we made manifest unto God. And I trust also that we are made manifest in your conscience. Hallelujah. I want to know you. I want to know you. Second Corinthians chapter 5. I want to know you. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't even know you. <laughs> the Lord does, huh?
Hello, everybody. Tonight's message, tonight's message is, if we accept Jesus as Savior, can we then sin as we want? You know, this is not even a Jeopardy question. This for us, for the brides of Christ, we know the answer to this, but I gotta ask it. If we accept Jesus as Savior, can we sin all we want? That's a big fat no. But here it is. Being saved is not accomplished by reciting a few special words. We we do not say a magic phrase and become saved. We do not merely say, Jesus, please forgive me, and suddenly all our sins are automatically wiped away simply because we uttered a special sentence. It isn't a formula for salvation or incantation that shows somehow cleanses us and then permits us to go out and sin. The Bible says, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace might increase? May it never be? How shall we who died in sin still live in it? Unfortunately, there are those who accuse Christians of having a license to sin. To this, the Bible says that, and why not say, as we slanderously reported, and some affirm that we say, let us do evil that good may come. Their condemnation is just. Notice that Paul says, that those who accuse the Christians of doing evil are being slanderous. On the contrary, salvation is an appeal to God for cleansing from sin, forgiveness, and repentance so so that we might not sin. This appeal is a heartfelt confession of the hopelessness before God and the acceptance of Jesus' sacrifice on our behalf. It is simultaneously with sincere repentance, which is a turning from sin, not to it. To receive Jesus in our hearts means that we first acknowledge that we are sinners and that we are incapable of saving ourselves or praising God in any way. We acknowledge before God that we are helpless and worthy of damnation. But with this, acknowledge that Jesus is one who paid the penalty for our sins. We realize that we have no possible way that we can make things right with God in our own works. We then accept Jesus as our Savior as we accept are accepting the call of repentance from sin. God then calls us his children. But this, but as many have received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. Furthermore, when we receive Christ, we are regenerated. We are changed. We are born again. This means that there is 
something different about us. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. To be born again means that something new has happened to you. This something in us that is a result of regeneration. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. The old things were the sinful passions and desires. Our enslavement to them is broken. We were born again. Furthermore, once we are born again, we are no longer our own. We are indwelled by the Holy Spirit who convicts us of our sin. And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. This conviction of sin occurs in the believer and in the method we are free to go out and do which is wrong. We are saved so that, that we might bring glory to God and demonstrate the work of regeneration in us as we turned from our sinful ways. That is, I says in, that is why it says in Romans, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace might increase? May it, may it never be? How shall we be who died to sin live in it? And also, what then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? May it never be. And again, Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. How can we bring glory to God by going out and sinning? We can't. In fact, anyone who says that he is a Christian and then continues in his sin without seeking repentance and without conviction is a liar. The Bible clearly states the one who says, I have come to know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him the love of God is truly been perfected. Amen. By this, we know that He, we are in him. The one who says he abides in him himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. The Bible says that Jesus bore our sins in his body on the cross and that salvation is a free gift we receive by faith. When we accepted Jesus, we're accepting the sacrifice of Jesus for our sins by faith. We are trusting Jesus alone for salvation. When we do this, the Holy Spirit lives in us. Since, since the Holy Spirit convicts of sin, righteousness, and judgment, we then seek to please God and avoid. It is a natural result of being saved. 
No, accepting Jesus does not mean that we can go out and sin. It means that we have turned from sin and we are a new creature who just desires to bring glory to God and not use the grace of God. I got to tell y'all, I probably hurt my boss's feeling. She goes that uh, a friend of hers was looking for a church, and it's hard for her to find a church, to find a lesbian church. And I go, I'm sure that's right. And I didn't mean it to sound terrible, but I, I, I just thought to myself, I, I thought out loud that you know, as 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 Christians. We are to turn away from our sins. And it should be hard to find a lesbian church. So, anyway. I mean, it's like Paul said that our grace is not given as a license to sin, like we've heard people. We've heard people. Oh, yeah. Like I said, uh, even Paul said that. Grace is not given us a license to sin. And the people out there saying that you don't have to repent and you just, uh, you know, it was is that one time when you was born again, God forgive you and repent you for all time and that uh, uh, you just can go out and do what you want. It's like the message I had last week. How can you have that dirty, nasty feeling and, and not be convicted if the Holy Spirit lives within you? And the only way you know that you know him is that his word lives within you. And you know by the word of God that, um, yes, we're in this flesh, and we do make mistakes, and we do stumble, and we do sin, but we don't have a lifestyle of sin, brothers and sisters. We have been chained. Sin does not reign within our mortal body. No. Christ Jesus does. Get a hold of that. It comes back. To know who you are in Christ. And to know who you are in Christ, you have to know him. Amen? You have to know the Lord Jesus personally. You have to know what he says, what he believes, his character, his nature, who he is, who he truly is. Not some way that man makes him up or paints the picture of him, but know him personally. Personally, you know him. Amen? But as this message is finishing up, that we as believers, this should be our clarity and call. And as temptation comes your way, and as the devil tries to put uh, little schemes or ideas in your ears, you just tell him, I won't go back. I won't go back. Amen.
presence of the Lord. I've been Your presence, Lord.
Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hold on. All right. Praise God, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Well, the Lord wants to help you with that. The Lord wants to help you with that tonight. The Lord is saying he is here to make to break the chains on your life. Any sin that is causing a stronghold in your life, the Lord is going to tear it down. The Lord is going to tear it down tonight. You have any addictions? You have anything that is trying to hold you down and know that it does not reign within your body. It does not have the right to reign in your body because the Lord Jesus is the king of your life. And that as this song plays and as the anointing flows, the Lord will break down the strongholds in your life. He will tear down the wall. He will tear down the fortresses that the enemy tries to bring in by sin. And he is going to destroy them in the name of Jesus. And that he's going to break every chain that is trying to hinder you and hold you back in his mighty name, in the name of Jesus. Receive this from the Lord. Hallelujah. Break every chain, Lord. Break every chain over the life of your people. Anyone by archive, Come anyone on, by phone, key, use your key. whatever way, the Lord is here. For the anointing breaks the yoke. And if you have any yoke of sin or any sign of addiction, uh, depression, There's an arm 
In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Hello, God. It's me. Oh, 
Lord wants you to know that, uh, you know, you're very special. You're very special to him because, you know, you're spoken for. You're spoken for.
Well, praise God, brothers and sisters. We come to this place that part of knowing him is talking to him. Part of it is sharing our hearts. I mean, it says, call unto me and I will answer thee and show you great mighty things which thou knowest not. That's what the Lord says. Seek him with your whole heart. Seek him with your whole heart, the word of God says. Amen. Praise God. So any brothers and sisters, y'all have any prayer requests out there? Oh, yes. We're coming before the great high priest. We're coming to the mercy seat of God by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. He hears our prayers, brothers and sisters. He knows our heart. Share. Share a prayer request you have there, brothers and sisters. Share. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's have Sis Janet and her family. We've been missing Sis Janet. I know she's been going through stuff. Hallelujah. Hmm. Oh, who's this singing? Oh, that was Mercy Me. Uh, the, the last song? All right, we need to pray for uh, Sister Maria's son, Weston, having difficult at work. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Al. Praise God. Thank you for sharing. I know that. I mean, uh, you know, the Lord, he, he moves upon us to what to uh, share. And um, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit moves, and he knows what we need to hear. Amen. And to encourage us for such a time as this. Amen. And we need to pray for Sister Mary's family and everybody's family, all unsaved loved ones, of course, and that we believe and believe the promises of God. For what is impossible for man is not impossible for God. He can save them. He can save all our families. Amen. That we believe and declare and uh, uh, take hold of the promise like the Lord gave to Cornelius in the book of Acts, in the Philippian jailer, praise God, and Noah. I mean, think about Noah. It was him and his family. Amen. Praise God. And how about Lot? Him and his family. I mean, his daughters, and it could have been his wife. She wouldn't have turned around and wanted to look back, wanted to go back, didn't she? God of mercy. All right, let's see. Amen, families and friends. Yes, this sunshine. Amen. Amen. They need to experience Jesus. They need to know him, Sister Ada. That's right. They need to know him. We're praying. We're praying. We're putting it down. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, we need... Amen, that's true. It's a kind word. Amen. Amen. That's right. Uh, we need to pray for uh, Brother Joel Giovanni. He needs prayer to be free from smoking depression. Brother, I pray in faith that you were hearing what the Lord was doing tonight. The Lord, with the anointing that is here, 
that you can be free and these chains can be broken off of you, brother. It will happen in the name of Jesus, for the Lord God promises, and it will happen because Jesus is the great deliverer. He came to set the captives free, and he doesn't want these chains of smoking and depression on you. These are the things that the enemy tries to put on you to hold you down or, or to, uh, uh, in, to discourage you or keep you bound up. But you can be free in the name of Jesus and by the authority of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And we'll pray for you. We'll pray for this. Hallelujah. But there is anointing tonight. There is anointing here. As the Lord said, as that song is played, break every chain. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, well, we'll pray We'll pray against that uh, against that worldly spirit too, Sister Marietta, that her family's in love with the world. God in mercy. Something you don't want to be. Uh, Brother Don, you know Brother Don's here? He had yeah. computer in it. It's good to see him. Okay, uh, we need to pray for his brother-in-law, Dave, needs healing from cancer. Oh, yeah, we can pray against that spirit. Pray for my faith to be strengthened so my prayers are heard by Sister Marietta. Amen? Uh, Pray for faith. Healing from cancer. The Lord can do that. He can break that spirit of cancer. Everybody thinks it's a disease, but there's a spirit behind it. The Lord showed me. Spirit that brings death and brings fear. It is a spirit. Not this a disease. Yes, you, sir. Sister Maria wants to pray for my faith to be strengthened so my prayers are heard. Amen, sis. We have to have faith and not doubt. We have to trust the Lord. He hears our prayers. He knows our hearts. Amen. Yeah, that is. That's a good word for everybody. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the body of Christ. Amen. In action. Glory to God. Prayer of a righteous person availeth much, much before the Lord. Because the Lord looks at you and he says, hey, he's coming to me because he believes and trusts me and I'm going to intervene in their life. Amen? Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, we, need, we need to pray for uh, Sis Brenda's, one of her clients. His name is Jackie. He just lost his mother. So we need to be praying for Jackie and his family. Amen? Pray for Jackie and his family. Amen, brother. Brother Kowal Jawadi, I felt the anointing and the chains breaking off while the song was playing. In the name of Jesus! Put a cross beside that, baby. Hallelujah! Praise God, brother. We receive that with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Worship the Lord, brother and sister. Hallelujah! There's anointing here from the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. He wants to set his people free. Hallelujah. He don't want you bound up. He wants you free. He don't want you to have no yoke on, on you. He wants you free. Hallelujah. He wants you to be an example of what God can do in your life if you let him. Hallelujah. If you follow the pattern and the lifestyle that God wants you to have, watch what happens in your life. Oh, it don't matter what kind of situation you're going through. Everything works together, the good of them that love the Lord. Amen? Oh, 
God. Anybody else have any prayer requests before we go to prayer? Woo-wee. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's great, brother. That's great, brother. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Grateful for all the men and women from all over the um, country and world that come together, the body of Christ. Hallelujah. You all right, boo? We need to pray for Sister Brenda, brother, sister. She's not she's feeling a little achy and sore and uh, trying to um, feel old, but we know she's young at heart. So we need to pray for her that the Lord gives her comfort and strength. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Sister Mary, Sister Mary wants a car, needs a car. Don't know. You have to. Uh, we have to find out. Oh Lord, sis, I hope you are all right. God will make a way. He'll provide. She had a wreck three weeks ago. Mm. Or I mean, the car was wrecked three weeks ago. I don't know. If she was involved, or somebody else was driving. But uh, Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. People needing prayers tonight. Hallelujah. Yes. We do need prayers. We do need the Lord. Hallelujah. And, you know, at this prayer time, brothers and sisters, we share prayers. We can share testimonies, too, like Brother uh, Quayle. Uh, you know, why we go through tests is because we can have testimonies to share what God's doing. Amen? Well, praise God, sis. We're glad you're okay. The car can be replaced. Uh, we're grateful that you're, uh, you are okay. Amen? Praise God. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you for what you're doing, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing in your people's lives. Hallelujah. Praise God. Any other prayer requests before we go to uh, go to prayer, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah to the Lord. Now, I know we need to pray for the Lord's hour and pray for uh, uh, the people that serve here. Uh, pray for Israel and Jerusalem. Pray for, uh, like, uh, Brother Shannon and Ezekiel 933. Pray for Sis Amy there, and we pray for Brother uh, Paul, Minister Paul, and Sis Gail, and the other watchmen and watchwomen, and all that the Lord has raised that, or they're sharing, that we got to get you on, baby, they can't, you're talking, they want to hear you, you got your song, yeah, well, they want to hear you, okay, we're going to open it, uh, now you're, oh, nope, wrong one, you're not on, well, you, you're, oh, uh, well, they want to hear. I can't, <laughs> I can't hear Sister Brenda. <laughs> they like what you say too. I mean, the Lord uses you too, baby. She's got to call in, brother, sister. She's got to call in real quick. We've got to go, to the Lord, in prayer here too. Uh, don't see yet. Oh, there you are. All right. Now the microphone's open. Can you hear now, brother, sisters? Hi, everybody. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good, good, good. Amen. Praise God. All right. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We're, we're so off. Uh, we're so amazed and just awestruck and just blown away how you intervene in our life and how you have raised us up in such a time as this. In these last times and these last hours, Lord, to serve and honor you. Lord, that you brought people from all over the country and from all over the world that come together in the name of Jesus. For we are the body of Christ. 
and learned that you are the only way. You are one way, one way to heaven. And Father God, we lift up the prayer request. We come before you, Lord Jesus, our great intercessor. And Lord, we just pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would comfort and strengthen Jackie, uh, the client for Sister Brenda for a long time. He's like a son to us. And Lord, I pray you would bless Jackie, and I pray you would comfort and give uh, peace to that family as they go through the loss of his mother. I pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the nation of Israel. And Lord, we pray that you watch over the nation of Israel. I know you do by your word. And Lord, we pray for Israel, and we pray that they would come back to Yahweh, that they would come back and know their true Messiah, Yeshua, Hamashiach. And that they need them, not man. They need the Lord, God, Elohim, Elohim, oh Lord. Father, that they would understand they need to come back to Father Yahweh. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And I pray you watch over, and I pray for the people of Jerusalem in Israel. Father God, I pray for the servants of the Lord. Father God, I pray for Brother Elmi and his family. Bless them, strengthen them. Watch over them, I pray, Lord. Give him wisdom and revelation, Lord, to the chair to put your people upon. Father God, I pray for Sister Carla. I pray you bless her and strengthen her and her family. To give her wisdom and revelation to share, Lord. And Brother Pablo, Lord, bless my brother in Christ. Lift him up. Strengthen him in the name of Jesus. Give him wisdom and revelation, Lord. I pray you keep continue giving me and Sister Brenda revelation too to share. As you see, Lord, in your will. Lord God, we pray for this Janet and her family, Lord. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would bless them and strengthen them. Give them wisdom. I pray for continued healing on that child within the womb. And then, Lord, that you bring forth a miracle, that all children are a miracle, but a special miracle here, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray. We pray against the spirit of alcohol, of drunkenness, in the name of Jesus, against her uh, husband in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord. And Father God, we pray for Weston. We pray that you would help him. Give him wisdom. Give him favor. And uh, give him direction at his job. And the difficulty of work going on. Lord, we pray for unsaved loved ones, Father. We pray, Lord, that you are able to save them. That you are able to touch their lives. That you are able to intervene, Lord. And that you can bring them into the kingdom. Hallelujah. And as your children pray, and then you know our hearts and our faith, Lord, when we pray for our unsafe loved ones, family members, friends, co-workers, people we live around, Lord, we don't want anybody to go to hell, Lord. We want to come to heaven and be with you. Just like you, we do not want them to perish. What did anybody think what eternity is, Lord? Oh, Lord, that you would give the vision. And it brings what really, eternity really is. And what's ahead of them. And then it's not something you might pray, Father. Father God, I pray and thank you. And Lord, we pray for Gwell Jawadi. And we receive that the chains are being broken over his life. And we just praise you, Lord. And we pray that he is set free in the name of Jesus. And all that are praying and believe in faith that the anointing breaks the yoke. And the anointing was flowing. To break the chains, and we hear the chains breaking in the spirit, oh Lord. Hallelujah, glory to your name. Father God, we pray against the spirit, worldly spirit, and the trying to uh, deceive and to lead us. And Lord, we do not get caught up in the world. 
everybody before oh. we put a song on. Okay, well, we're getting ready to play the song. And, uh, oh, yeah, I want to say a special uh, blessing to all the fathers. And we're grateful for the great father of all, Yahweh, our mighty father, Elohim, Adonai. Uh, and today's Sister Marietta's uh, anniversary. Yes, it's Sister Marietta's anniversary. Praise God, blessings upon that. And that we know that, uh, 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 you know, we celebrate special for uh, mothers and fathers, praise God, but we're blessed as men and as fathers for the children that God has given us. And we're very grateful and humbled by it. Amen. But brothers and sisters, let me tell you that there's a holy wedding day. Holy wedding day coming, amen. Glory to God. This is the story of the Son of God hanging on a cross for me. But it ends with a bride and a groom And a wedding by a glassy sea Oh, death, where is your sting? Cause I'll be there singing
Hallelujah. Woo! I tell you what. I'd be a hang- hungry camper. No. Wait, I had to be. 